Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. All of a sudden, my car within seconds just filled with black smoke. As I fell out of my car, finally getting out the door, they were just right there and just picked me up and grabbed my stuff and just said, run, run, we gotta go back, run. Yeah, imagine you're driving along. Not a worry in the world, and then all of a sudden, your car is a ball of flames. That is what happened to uh, Jamie Lee Carey Mitchell driving to Toronto on the weekend. She just pulled off a ramp near Hamilton and then sees a driver kind of signaling, hey, there's a problem with your car. And as she's pulling over, that's when the black smoke starts to fill the car. And then, of course, there's the heat and you can't breathe. And when she finally did get to the side of the road, she realized the whole bottom of the car's on fire. She's trying to get out. And thankfully, she was pulled to safety by what turns out to be an off-duty police officer and his wife who would help her get away from a totally engulfed 2017 Hyundai Elantra. Jamie Lee, Carrie Mitchell, joining me now. Thank you for, uh, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Boy, oh boy. The footage is really not a great uh, radio story because the footage is what it is. Like, you have to see it. Your car literally was a, 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 an inferno. How long yeah. did you have, like, by the time you pull that car over, how long did you have to get out? 30 seconds. 30 seconds to a minute max. But it, I really, it, it, the fact that I drove off the ramp and apparently my car was already on fire on completely underneath. And I'm thinking that people are honking at me because of me going slow. But I felt the heat under my seat and then getting pulled out of the car and, and getting pulled to safety. It was literally, I want to say 30 seconds, 30 seconds. And I wouldn't have been able to get out the passenger side. Right. So, I mean, in that moment, like you're driving, you're wondering what the hell is everyone like, you know, uh, you know, looking, yeah. looing at me. So you're confused about that. And I take it you hadn't smelt the smoke, but then it came really fast. And so are you now yeah. discombobulated? Are you confused? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, why are people honking at me? I'm thinking it's 830. Like, it's not rush hour. Like, uh, like, uh, am I going too slow? Like, so then I just move over into the slower lane, which is closest to the shoulder. And I just proceed on going. And it's like. All of a sudden, it's like I smell something and, and, and it's like I see a little bit of smoke and I'm just thinking like I really honestly didn't pay too much mind at first because the smoke was very, very, very light, but not even five, ten seconds. It was black. It was like and then that's what made me throw on my four ways and right away go over to the shoulder. I'm like, something's wrong. And I had no idea that my entire bottom of my car was on fire. Yeah. And so clearly others had a, a different view. And I guess that's when this officer and his wife, who, who you wouldn't have known because he was off duty, uh, pulled over and, and they come to you. Because I'm not sure a lot of people would have stopped because they wouldn't really know what's going on. But they stop. And, and I guess the officer, he helps you get out. Yes. Um, as I'm, I'm, I'm struggling, they at first thought when I was struggling in the car, they could, I guess they could see me struggling in the car and they thought I had a baby in the back seat. Mm. 
They thought I was. Thank God you didn't. I just dropped off my son two hours before. Yeah. And it was like, I'm struggling, but I really was struggling, but it wasn't to get the baby. It wasn't to get a baby out. I was struggling because on my foot first, uh, like first, I'll be honest. I, I sat there for a minute. I was like, okay, where's the smoke coming from? What? Like my mind was just racing. And then all of a sudden it just went blank and I just went, I got to get out. I, and then it was like my foot, just anything that could have went wrong, went wrong. My foot got stuck. And then I'm trying to climb over the passenger side to the, to go towards passenger side because the driver's side, I'm like, cars are flying by, not not even give a second look while I'm on fire and just flooring by. And then as I finally, like, go through the passenger side and open up the door, I'm, like, falling out as they're coming right up to grab me. And they just grab my bags and they're just, they're picking me up off the ground and they're just like, run, run, we have to go back. It's going to blow. We have to go back. Run. And it was like, I didn't even have, uh, like, I, I, I didn't even have a second to think. I'm just, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm in shock. Yeah, I bet. And, and I take it, if they hadn't uh, shown up, I would, you would not have acted in that urgency. Or, or would you? Did you even, did it dawn on you? I guess even in the aftermath, has it dawned on you? Were you in that state of mind to realize, I got to get out now or I'm, or I'm not getting out at all? Honestly, if, I, if, if uh, they didn't alert me, this is what scares me is the fact that I didn't even know my car was on fire and I didn't even pull over until obvious, the smoke all came in. And that's what made me and just it's something in my gut, why people were honking at me. It was just like, it was almost like, like an instinct. Like it was just like, I knew something was wrong, but I didn't know how wrong. Mm. And if they were not there or they didn't like even just, push on their horn or just trying to follow me or just anything like, you know, like what if, what if the smoke didn't show, but I had carbon monoxide, you know what I mean? Yeah. I could have passed out yeah. behind the wheel and the car's still on fire and I would have been dead. You could have driven 30 more seconds. Yeah, there's a whole exactly. variable of, of, there's a whole bunch of things that could have gone uh, wrong in this. And thankfully your child was out of the car. Thankfully there was not a baby in that back seat and you're, yeah. you're out. Um, your car model uh, was part of a recall, except the year that you have, the 2017 Hyundai Elantra, not part of a recall for this very thing. What in the aftermath have you been able to learn? Because I don't think, you're, was your car insured for this kind of damage? Or, or what does the dealership say? Um, so we haven't, uh, I haven't spoken, I'm proceeding to speak to the dealership um, today. Um, and honestly, so far it's still an ongoing investigation. Nobody's understanding when it's not part of a recall when we thought it might be part of a recall. Nobody's understanding how, at the end of the day, how does a car just catch fire in 30 seconds and could actually kill somebody? How does it just catch fire like that and engulf? It's not even like it was a little fire. It engulfed. It was like, it was almost like someone put gasoline all over it. It was, I've never seen, that stuff you see in the movie, I, I've never seen anything like it and no one has any answers for me yet. Yeah, and and uh, the day, I mean, the car is completely obliterated. And, and so, yeah. are you thinking that either did someone vandalize your car, or are you believing, um, like, is it a maintenance issue? I'm believing it is a maintenance issue, considering Hyundai seems to have, um, from what I've researched, I I can't be a hundred percent, but uh, allegedly, look at all of the patterns of of malfunctions throughout the years of recalls and, and models. And, and just because 
mine wasn't in a recall doesn't mean my specific car mm. could have not had a faulty part, which means how many other cars out there that aren't on a recall could have a faulty part. Yeah, well, certainly when you see these things happen, you always wonder, Jim, glad that wasn't me, but now you are one of those people who can't say that anymore because it was you. Um, you, I know, have been looking for this uh, officer and, and his wife. Any luck uh, with that search? And what would you say to them? Because I'm sure he's probably sitting back going, it's it's what I would have done. I think, you know, it, it is what most people would yeah. do, but I think he's probably looking at it going, yeah, I, this is what I do. It's my job. But what would what would you say to them? I just, I want to I wanted thank them, like, because at the end of the day, there were so many people that clearly saw my car on fire. There were so many people behind me that saw my car burning and I had no notice, but they stopped. They alerted me. They, they ran to me. They are coming from their own cheer comp- uh, competition with their own kids. Mm. And they didn't have to do that regardless of his, his title and regardless of um, him and his wife and what their plans were, or what they were coming from. They were angels. They, they, they chose to, when you see something, say something or do something. It's emotional, I guess. Certainly, when you, uh, yeah. when the when the adrenaline's not uh, running anymore, and you just sit back and see the bigger picture, it's a tough picture to take. They saved my they, they saved my life, and they they at the end of the day, my kids have a mom because of them. Yeah, jeez. Well, look, I know you got to deal with all the awful stuff now—the insurance, the dealership, all that stuff. But uh, I know you've got. Uh, are you going to be able to get a vehicle? Because I know that you rely on reliant on it for for work. Yes, yes, we're looking into all of that and going through all of the procedures for that right now. Because right now, like, I'm I'm stuck. I'm stuck in Guelph right now. Boy, oh, boy. Well, we're glad you're okay, Jamie. We appreciate you sharing your story. I appreciate you guys reaching out. And if, if you guys do find that um, off-duty cop and his wife, um, just let them know, like, uh, I'm looking for them. And I just, I really want to thank them again because... They went over and beyond on top of like saving me from the, the, the fire and, and, and alerting me. They also put me in their vehicle and drove me to a safe spot to even meet with my mom. Wow. That is and they didn't have to do any of that. And they, they took time out of their day when they're from Aurelia. There you go. Make sure. There you go. Hey, there are good people out there. Don't uh, let all the negative news uh, scare you. Well, we're glad you're okay, Jay, uh, Jamie. And I'm, I have a feeling you'll end up meeting uh, them hopefully we can help connect thank you. you thank you very much thank you thank you thank you again there you go that is a, a jamie lee she goes by two names jamie lee carrie mitchell or J- jamie lee mitchell quite a story um and she's got to go fund me because she's just desperate to get a car because she's gonna be dealing with this stuff for, for for i think a while um trying to get her case dealt with but really, if you see the pictures of this car, there's nothing left. It, it went up so quickly. So I guess the question is, she, I think she's surprised that there's so many good Samaritans out there that would do this. Stop. Would you stop and help? Have you been in the situation? Because there's no question. She, she, was, she was in a lot of trouble. And God help her. She had kids in the back of that seat. She wasn't getting them out. That's how quickly it happened.